fucking Christmas. Space! I've been doing some painting for the first time in a while. Good. I've actually been finally fucking doing the rest of my Shadespire squad. Nice. Because one of the first things I ever painted was Spike Claw, who I've fixed up now because there were some issues with the paint mm-hmm. job, because it was one of my first ever ones. Um, And I've almost finished Kirk the Almost Trusted, which is his right-hand man. The Almost Trusted, did you say? Yeah. Yes, that's, he's called... That's brilliant. He's called Kirk... K-R-R-K The Almost Trusted I love that as a name It's because you can not quite ever trust Yeah, no, it's, it's like the straightforwardness of it is just yeah. sort of like There's a certain realism to these names mm. I really do like Skaven names Um, Speaking of Skaven mm-hmm. Do you know what I watched? What did you watch? I watched The Dark Crystal. And the Skeksis and the Skaven are the same guys as the thing. They're literally hmm. the same guys. If there was just like a billion fucking Skeksis, that would be the Skaven. Um, also, I'm in love with the Chamberlain. Romantically. That's fair. Time to make to what was going on for my move. <laughs> I I didn't watch Dark Crystal as a kid because I found the Gelflings terrifying, but they I've always loved of, yeah. I've always loved the Skeksis, and I think that's the opposite of what Tim Burton wanted. <laughs> I think he was intending for me to find the Gelflings endearing, that and would appear to have been. Was Tim Burton involved in that? No. Not to my knowledge. Fucking hope not as well. Why did you say Tim Burton then? When did I say Tim Burton? When when Jim you Henson said he intended is... it. I meant Jim Henson. I mean, granted, Tim Burton probably would not have intended for that to be the case either. Or maybe he did. Maybe this is Tim Burton's doing. And he's incepted the idea that he would never have led you to such a conclusion because you would reject it if you'd known it was by his will and not your own. Meanwhile, Jim Henson's just sort of like, why aren't people reacting properly to, properly to my puppet movie? Uh, my favourite thing was finding out that Jen, the main Gelfling, was voiced mm-hmm. by Tim Burton. Not Tim Burton, fuck! <laughs> Jim Henson! <laughs> I like Jim Henson a lot, I hate Tim Burton a lot. They got similar cadences to their names. He's changing the timeline. He's replacing Jim Henson. Uh, But yeah, it's Jim Henson putting on a very bad Irish accent. I don't remember what he sounded like, to be honest. I I remember very little. He sounds like this. I'm Jen the Gelfling. Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> um, so that's fun, but really, the the biggest star of the show is most certainly the Chamberlain, who is my dad, and I love him, and I want to marry him. Yes, that seems to be something of a of a 
common sentiment. I feel like that's that's a popular opinion. I had looked, and this is why it ties into things talk. Apart from <laughs> like the fact that they're the Skaven, exactly, and, and and apart from the fact that it's literally a movie where the entire cast are technically things. Yeah. Oh God, they just must have spent so much time just making environments with loads of things in them. Yeah. Most of that film is just panning shots of places with little guys everywhere. It is honestly incredible to think about. Yeah. Like my my little brother became obsessed with that kind of thing for a while, and I can absolutely understand why. It's real good. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, the other connection is that I was looking for. I wanted I wanted a toy of the Chamberlain to sit on my shelf because I love him so much. Yeah. Um. So if I want an actual good one, an actual good oh. one that looks nice and I like it, that's gonna set me back roughly a hundred quid. Heckin' fuck. Uh, if I want to spend only a tenner, oh, I cannot. Wh- for wow, the that's fucking, a range. I cannot for the fucking Funko Pop of the Chamberlain, which looks bad. I mean, yeah, it, it's a Funko Pop. You didn't need to be redundant. Yeah, but, like, it's even worse. Even because, by those, that, yeah. Uh, the thing about Funko Pops is I don't hate some of the non-human ones. Mm. I think sometimes it can come out quite nice when they're forced to do something a bit different. Like, I own Grunt from Mass Effect 2, because I think mm-hmm. he actually looks pretty good as a Funko Pop. I'll find that now. The only Funko Pop I have is Diva from Overwatch because the mech is just sort of the mech, and then it's just like a little Funko Pop Diva in it that you barely mm. have to focus on because you've just got a big fun mech robot. I'm sending you the image of the Grunt one now. Uh... Oh my fucking god, I love him. Yeah, I know. He's like a little potato fella. He's an angry potato fella. Yeah, like that's just, this is the only times when Funko Pops are good, is when it works to just exacerbate the weirdness of the character design that already exists. Um, the it only other one I a have, little angry turnip. Yeah, I have a Jon Snow one as well because the the blank sad expression <laughs> is pretty similar to actual Kit Harrington. Yeah, the quiet devastation of the Funko Pop. So yeah, I I I have the John Snow one because it yeah Kit Harrington already looks like that in real life. <laughs> he is a tiny plastic man with a large rectangular head and blank soulless eyes. Yeah. Um, just searching Chamberlain Skeksis figure here. Here now for the viewing public. Sears. While while you're looking for that, I want to just give a brief mention to some things that I've been looking at recently that I will never own. Okay. Uh, because it's just it's just not a reasonable proposition. But it is from one of my best games. Which and like one? I've known, I've known these things have existed for a while, but. Ever since childhood, Soul Reaver has been a big part of my life. There's the uh, Chamberlain, indeed. Yeah, and that's the good are... one that's expensive, the one I said. you. The good Chamberlain. I'm looking at your Soul Reaver fellows. 
yeah, these are all very good. You've, you've got Kane there stood on a thing doing what one presumes is time travel. It says Kane underneath him on a little sign. He would absolutely carry around a little sign with his name on it to put where he stands. I like the he's... second one, whose name I don't know because I've never played the game. But I like his... He's got some fun proportions. He but has real... got some fun... He's, he's a normal vampire fella with wingies, and then he gets thrown into the abyss for having wingies. Because basically he evolved beyond Kane. Uh, and he was like, no, I better put a fucking stop to that and just tore his wings off and threw him in the pit. And so then he became a sort of he's like a skeleton, he's a skeleton corpse but man. But he's got real muscly legs still. Muscular Legos. Well, it's a platformer. He's got to jump. Mm. Um, I like that the top of his head there in this figure looks a bit like an undead Oscar Isaacs. Is that him with his wings in the third image? Yeah, that that's what he looked like. Bef- that's the before photo. Funnily enough, his legs actually look less muscly. <laughs> well, he, he was just doing squats on the way down. Yeah. Got to do he something. was thinking, I'm in a fucking platformer. Um, <laughs> I don't want to risk. Yeah. Oh, dear. But anyway, yeah, so th- those are all... Very good, because I sort of half remembered that there was some kind of Soul Reaver figures, and so I did look them up. They're not that ridiculously priced in and of themselves. They're like about 60 quid a pop, from what I could say, which is actually, for what these usually run for, kind of reasonable. The problem is, there's another 60 quid involved, and it's not... They don't say it's postage... They say it's additional fees. And I, on principle, refuse to pay that for something so vague. Because mm. I, 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 feel, I feel like they don't want to just say that it's postage because they realise that if, if they have actually asked me to pay 60 quid for postage, I am legally allowed to behead them. But, like, I don't know. They what's actually what's actually happened, Elodie, is that I am not neurotypical. Yeah. And these people introduced a bizarre extra step that I wasn't expecting, and so I ran away screaming. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. So <laughs> So I've just sort of made peace with that. But there's there's another one that's kind of interesting to me just on a conceptual level that I've not included there because I specifically wanted to bring it up at this point, fella by the name of Dumas. Now, th- this is one of Raziel's brothers, another one of Kane's lieutenants. That's what he looks... He's real. He's real droopy-looking. I like He's him. real droopy-looking. That is apparently what he looks like. He's got a crab claw. I say apparently because, um... I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture of his in-game equivalent now. Okay. Huh. Now, now there's I... there's some discrepancy I'm seeing here. There, I mean, there's connecting elements. Yeah. 
Because he doesn't... Here's the thing. In the game, he doesn't really look like anything. I always... Like, I can remember what the other vampire... The other boss characters in Soul Reaver look like. This one's just kind of a, a humanoid shape in my memory. Mm. Because he's, it's just so vague and blocky and difficult to discern. So to see him so... I mean, I hesitate to say realistic, but for want of a better term... In the form of this model, it it was a a a weird experience. There's definitely some differences that that can't be justified by Mm. saying that it's a more graphically together image. Yeah, for example, where's his hat gone? Yeah, I I think that's unless he's just a spiky boy. Yeah, it's a very different head. The head situation is unusual. He's like a screaming droopy orc in the model. The The biggest similarities are the shoulder pads and the little thing in the centre of his chest. He doesn't have his nipple yeah, armors. The, the ornamental stuff. Mm. He's, not, like, he's not got his pointy nipple studs. But what it looks like to me is like some some guy is cosplaying him almost really well. But they've just not gotten... He's just not put his hat on for the cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a good... Like, he was missing material. He yeah. thought he'd have more. He thought he'd have more. He doesn't have enough for his hat or his nipple spikes. Yeah, he thought, well, you know what? If if people don't get it, I can play it off as an orc. Mm. The one time I went to Comic-Con, there was a guy there dressed as Janos Audron. Who is a character from this series? Who is just a blue vat? He's Nightcrawler with big old wings, basically, down to the accent. And it would it was cool to see for many reasons, mostly because up to that point I had never met some someone who had so much as known what these games were. And then, like that was the costume that I saw someone in. Yeah, and it it was kind of a like I was sort of, I I was sort of like in that moment okay I I can I see why this is impressive for people now I I get the appeal because that was kind of a cool moment. There was one guy who just had a magnemite on his head as a little helmet. Once at MCM, I saw someone who was in a uh, a smart suit. But wearing a giant Weedle head on his head. A what? Sorry? A Weedle? Weedle. Weedle indeed. Just the head of one. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of him was just in a suit. Business Weedle. Business Weedle. Oh, what that... What a concept. I said, yeah, what a concept. I could use the business weedle myself. We could all use a business weedle. weedle. The thing is that um, it's not hey the most now, obvious... You're a weedle, get your suitcase, business. It's not the most obvious one of the weedle line for that 
for business because Kakuna well, I mean, already yeah, looks like Yeah, based on your drawing of a Kakuna. Oh god, my drawings! I'd forgotten to. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, those I, are things. I had very briefly the Charmander up on Redbubble. Um, yeah, I saw I, that. There was I, a whole situation. Yeah, I accidentally uh, took it down because I misunderstood what they were saying. But they later got back to me and said, oh yeah, this one's fine, but I couldn't put it back because I'd already gotten it taken down by accident. Hmm. Uh, so the one that I'd... I thought, okay, so they're fine with it, so I'll just add the tags to the new version. Then I added the tags, the Charmander and Pokemon tags to the new version. And then they were like, no, this is copyright infringement, friend. <laughs> and then I contacted them about it. And they said, mm, we can't tell you anything because the Pokemon Company International has said you can't do it. So if I want That's... it up there, I can't tag it as Charmander. It has to be like a a distinct entity. I mean, it's pretty fucking distinct. Yeah. But because I've... I tagged it, the Pokemon Company doesn't want it. But like, only I in the second version. I fucking hate that. Look, like any anyone who's like, we can't tell you what's going on. Yeah. Yes, you fucking can. Who do you think that's going to hurt? Like, fun. If you think that's going to hurt someone, you probably shouldn't be fucking doing it. Hmm. So I, I sold one mug before it got taken down. <laughs> that mug. Thirty years time. That that mug is going to be worth a million pounds. Yeah, when I'm like mega famous for my yeah. shit. And that'll, and that'll be drugs. like that'll be like three dollars. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> Brexit indeed. Almost ruined my fucking Halloween. Oh, I had my Halloween ruined. I didn't get a Halloween because of capitalism. Ah, uh, yeah. My job's so shit that. Every single new hire is hemorrhaged almost instantly because of how bad the job is. And so I end up having to work Halloween because the person I was switching with to get the day off quit. Yeah. Meanwhile, the clueless employers, not wondering if maybe there might be some sort of common denominator. Yeah. I don't even care if they find this shit. I hate them. If they fire me, that's good. Give me an excuse to leave. So apparently there's two different versions of the Chamberlain pop vinyl, which I hadn't realised. Okay. The one that's coming soon and you can actually... You're actually going to be able to buy, but only at Target is the one from the new... Target's exclusive Chamberlain. Yeah. Uh, It's from the new series... And hmm. it looks really bad, and I hate it. And it ruins my boy. That's not the best Chamberlain in the world. I gotta be honest. It look, just just sort of look, look, looks like somebody stuck a Dorito on a brain. Yeah. However, I've discovered the version of the Chamberlain from the original Dark Crystal top liner, and it's not bad. Okay. Comparatively, I'm copying you the uh, for the image now. It's a lot better. The image. That that is an immediately improved Chamberlain. I think part of it is his squinting eyes. Yeah, the the eyes were the first thing that grabbed me. They just 
like this they could be bothered with this one yeah that one is apparently retired according to their site they've, they've retired the good chamberlain yeah he's got a fun sword as well yeah uh so the only way of buying this one is to spend like 50 pounds and i don't ever want to do that <laughs> no pop vinyl <sighs> is worth that no um you can also not even get if it contained a... life-saving medication <laughs> You could get them as a, a Pez. You, I mean, you're going to be able to get them as a Pez, and that's the only way you're going to be able to get them. Is as a Pez, which I'm Pez sending you next. Yeah. That's the Pez version of the Chamberlain. The Pez Chamberlain is... an experience. So you can't get the original version of the Chamberlain, but you can get the Pez. And they have an okay version of the normal Chamberlain, but he's very expensive again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just sending you lots of different Chamberlains now. I've just sent you the link by accident rather than the image. I'll send you the image instead. Mm-hmm. It's fine. He's not nearly as good as yeah, that original Yeah, it ain't to the quality one. of the first one you showed me. But, like, he's very expensive for one that's actually... Well, apparently he did come out a couple years ago, but he's still not great. Yeah. He's actually worse than the pop, I think. Yeah, just cause, like there's a sort of uncanny quality to this one that sort of you can tolerate from a Funko Pop because it's like stylized in that way. Yeah. This looks like Funko Pop levels of plastic tackiness without the excuse of being a Funko Pop. Yeah. It doesn't... It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, Not no. Not when he's so correctly proportioned. Um, Fun breastplate, though. Now, some other options for Skeksis in particular. One that isn't expensive. The only Skeksis figure that's not expensive or a pop vinyl is, again, from Funko. Annoyingly, and it also looks bad. It's one of the new Skeksis from the new series. He what looks four armed fellas with bones coming out of them. Yeah. Did you know that the Skeksis have four arms? Like, all the time. All the time? Yeah, when I, he. I did. When he has all his clothes taken off him at the beginning of the film, you can see his weird little atrophied arms on his back. When they strip him. It, it's ringing a bell now that you're saying it, but to be honest, I've been getting pretty vicious deja vu recently anyway, and I, like, it, it's just stopped meaning anything at this point. Yeah. So it's possible. I mean, I feel like it's the kind of thing that would be shot in a way that I couldn't possibly not notice, but as I say, I remember very little of the film. Yeah, I just, I only watched it for the first time recently. Hmm. I mean, recently, as in two days ago. Yeah, that's. And I'm very, I'm very excited by the cham- uh, the Chamberlain, which is why I'm bringing it up a lot. So this has been the Chamberlain special, I guess. Yeah. So we've we've gone Bones Chamberlain. Bones Chamberlain. Now there's a jazz musician. <laughs> I've I've dragged the the last Skeksis, because uh, you know you can drag an image and you get a little see through version of it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a tiny version of him standing next to him, and it's a 
don't talk to me on my tiny four-armed sword son ever again. Wonderful. The sword situation is confusing me, to be on. I'm... I guess that is a... They look like swords sometimes, look... but the one... The way he's holding the one at the bottom front makes it looks like look like more of an axe. The angle of it. They kind of look a bit like Barclex from Star Trek. I have no like notion of, of that. They're, they're Klingon swords. Oh, the famous ridiculous. Klingon swords. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, if you broke one of those in half. Yeah. So, so that it could be more practically wielded. <laughs> I never quite got that about those. They just they just seem not very not very good at their job for a, for this extensively warlike race. Yeah, it's kind of like the Sanghaley energy swords from Halo as well. Hmm. Like those things for a a species that's mostly known for being sword fellows. Yeah, their swords are a bit shit. It's almost like swords look like swords for a fucking reason. Yeah. And trying to make swords look weird isn't necessarily going to improve their sorditude. That's that's something that um, Warhammer's always gotten right, is hmm. all the swords in that, no matter how ridiculous and over the top they get, all just look like swords still. Yeah. They've still got the function... The most ridiculous sword that I have on any of my things is um, the one that my Robin from Fire Emblem Amiibo has, which is his Levin sword. It's just kind of squiggly. The blade's squiggly all the way down it. Squiggly, yeah. Because it does lightning from it, so they made it look like a lightning. Because <laughs> they were terrified you wouldn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if if... If, like, you've got a bunch of normal swords, right, and then you've got one lightning sword, you're probably going to want to make sure someone doesn't pick up the lightning sword thinking it's a normal sword, because that, Mm. I feel like, could lead to unfortunate hijinks. So you do have to kind of make it clear. I don't know if you needed to make the blade squiggly. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe just label it. I'm guessing you'll end up just with a lot of people just picking it up and using it as a normal sword and not realising it can do a lightning if you don't. Either just yeah, right. I mean, I don't, I don't know how if you could accidentally lightning anyone. Like, is, is there some sort of lightning safety mechanism? I don't know. I don't know many about the actual mechanisms of the Levin sword. I don't know. I don't know how you put lightning in a sword. No. How does lightning work in your sword? Let us know in the comments. (laughs) And you can get a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam your travel. (laughs) Yes, indeed, you can. Just make make sure you... And I'll need you to verify it for us. If I can't replicate it, it doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, This is another one of the very few... uh, things you can get. The fuck am I looking at here, Elodie? <laughs> it's a very bizarre one. I think this is one from the time. 
he's coming out of the crystal. Yeah, I think it's meant to be like a bust of him, but it just looks like he's got a crystal body. It Yeah, it, it just looks like he was wearing some sort of lower robe and they really fucked it up. Yeah, he looks like, um, do you know the Pokemon Diancie? No. I'm just going to find a picture of Diancie for you. There you go. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Would you look at that? Dark Crystal new Pokemon was going to happen. Yeah. Um, what else did they know? So, like, listener, if you want to send me a Chamberlain figure, um, I will give you a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam in exchange. Send in, send in your Chamberlains. Send in your Chamberlains. And the game will be yours. And that's and like the it, that's the deal. That's commerce. If multiple people do it, I can just buy more copies of Half Life Two on Steam <laughs> if I need to. But I do have this one copy. It's less that has than been... the cost of a Chamberlain. Is yeah. true. I mean, I, it, it's podcast... totally not, guys. Give us Chamberlains. What if this podcast blew up and people started doing the shit that we said would get people? a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam in the early episodes, which was always ridiculously easy shit to do. It would be more likely that this podcast would somehow literally explode. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what if everyone did it at once? What would I do? Um... I can't afford to buy everyone in the world a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam. <laughs> I think at that point we need to we need to be like, okay, we made it very clear that there was a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam. You knew what the what the state of play was. Yeah, the You only... must surely have gone into this knowing it was on a first come, first serve, but I mean thank God we've gotten out of ahead of it now. Yeah. Literally the only occasion where I will buy an extra copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam after getting rid of one is if you send me a Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chamberlains only. Thank you. Um, I'll even accept the Pez, to be honest. <laughs> so if I had to rank all of these Chamberlains, I'm not going to include... And you do. The, uh, yeah. I'm not going to include this, um... The four-armed sword man, because he's not a chamberlain; he's just another skeksis. Yeah, no, that's, that's just a different skeksis entirely. Uh, I did not point out that he looks like one of the uh, the figures that they do for Star Wars that are specifically not. They're specifically meant to be more robust for children playing with them. Yeah. The ones that don't look screen accurate and you can't really display because they actually look a bit shit, but like they're probably a lot better for playing with. Hmm. He looks like one of those. Yeah, he does, he does look like he's been... This one was more function than fashion. Yeah, and like... But who is it? Who's the small child that needs a functional, easy-to-play-with Skeksis Hunter? Full-arm Skeksis Hunter from the Netflix series. Yeah. Fucking bizarre. But yeah, I, I will rank the actual Chamberlains. Rank your actual Chamberlains. So, I think the lowest ranking one, I'm going to split, it's going to be a tie here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the fucked up Diancie and the newer Funko Pop. 
yeah. are going to be the bottom the bottom two. I can't decide which is worse between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it'll be the Pez. Yeah. It it has some of the good qualities of the earlier pop vinyl of the Chamberlain, but yeah. but the earlier v- too... version of the pop vinyl has all of the good qualities of the yeah. earlier version of the pop vinyl. I mean, I like that he's a Pez because that's quite funny. It is conceptually hilarious. Um, but uh, some of the actual nice detailing and colouring that's gone on with this pop is just gone entirely. Yeah, it's just, it's a just lost in a, in a rectangular cuboid. Mm-hmm. If um, I had that thing, I'd be terrified that it wouldn't give me my Pez unless I answered its riddle. <laughs> you can't have the Pez until I make my move. Oh, great. Now I need to decipher what that means. <laughs> yes, peace. Peace between you and Pest Dispensers. I help you to get Pest, yes? That's an absolute Skeksis move. T- to be the <laughs> the thing between you and the Pez. <laughs> And then by finally granting you access to the Pez, claiming that that is an act of helping you get the Pez. Yeah. That is capitalism in a nutshell. Yeah. Capitalism is a Chamberlain Pez dispenser. <laughs> I mean, it works on multiple levels, because one of them is that it's a cap... It's a Pez dispenser pop vinyl of a Jim Henson character from the 80s. It's like a lot of levels. That's very capitalism in yeah. a thing, and also all the other stuff we just said. Yes. <laughs> uh, so then, next up is the realistic uh, Chamberlain from Funko. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. He has some good qualities to him, but he's just a bit. He's a bit too uncanny. Yeah. Um, and then the normal Funko Pop, the older Funko Pop of the Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. I actually really like it. It's one of the Funko Pops that I've actually liked. It's up there with the ranks of Grunt and Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't spend fifty quid on it though. Yeah, is the thing. Might pick it up. Might pick it up for. Tenor at most. Yeah, at for market price, absolutely. Yeah. But more than that, you're asking a bit much. Uh, and then the very number one is the first one I sent you. Yeah. Just because he looks fantastic. That, there, looks there was really never a question good. that. He's so good. Yeah, he's the uh, he's made by NECA, I think. Who also do like all the alien yeah. figures that are always really good. He's he's amazing, but he's absolutely overpriced for my budget. Mm. I cannot spend that much money on it. You can't uh, justify next this year, detailed Chamberlain, unfortunately. In around a in around a hundred days, mm-hmm. I'm going to be going to Japan. Okay. Uh in Tokyo there's a place called I think it's Nakano Broadway. Uh which is just a place of things. It's literally just, um, it's a mall which just has assorted nonsense. I've seen 
footage before. I've seen Gungans everywhere in there. I've seen all sorts Gungans. of nonsense. Gungans as far yeah. as the eye can see. Yeah, there's there's loads of old Jar Jars and stuff in there. You can just buy... The streets are paved with binks. Mm. You can just buy so much bullshit. I'm going to look out for Chamberlains there, because I feel like if I'm going to get it anywhere, it's going to be there. <laughs> Keep your eye out for Chamberlains. The rest of the Chamberlains are yours, but Jar Jar Binks is mine. So I'm definitely going to have to do a thing, sock special report. Yeah, from... but there's going to have to be a special. Could that to be? I am. I want. I want places like that to exist more of them, please. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I want then, to be able like to that, access. That's that. a. That's an afternoon for me. Yeah. It's the main thing I want to do apart from Sunshine City, which is a a skyscraper mall that has a Pokemon Center and um, a a rooftop aquarium that has, like, uh, fun tubes for seals to slide around in above your head. They have, like, fun water slides for the seals that you can see through. Fish in the sky. Yeah. What an existential nightmare for the fish, though. (laughs) Am I in the sea or in the air? Maybe there was never a difference. Um, But yeah, so those are the two main places I'm excited about in Japan. Mm. That's, That's... The main reason I can't just quit my job at the moment. I've saved quite a bit. I've got almost enough for my trip. So I'll probably have some excess when it comes to it. But if I were to quit my job now, I'd have to live off of my savings. Mm. And it would go before I could get to Japan. Yeah. (sighs) Catch 22, isn't it? Yeah. That's my issue right now. Pez dispensing fucks. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of fish, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Do you that? Do you know about the Ideneth Deepkin? Say that entirely again. Do you know about the Ideneth Deepkin? I I heard all of the syllables. I can't process it. The Ideneth Deepkin are another Age of Sigmar army. They're Iden- one of the. Sorry? Ideneth Deepkin. I D O N E T H. Ideneth Deepkin. 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 They're one of the new armies. All of the new armies that haven't been carried over are completely wild. Um, okay, okay. So... I've, I've, conformed, I've conformed my mind to the reality of what its name is. It's oh, what, okay. That, that's the level I'm on. You're going to have to bear with me. That's fine. So, of the new armies, you, well, you know about the Bone bone Boys that no, they've just about released. Those bones, about those bones. Uh, they also had the Caradron Overlords, which were steampunk, steampunk sky dwarfs uh, in giant airships. That harvested sky gold. Uh, uh, and then 
the other major one is the Odinath Deepcan. Because uh, most of the other things, like Sylvanath is mostly new stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of it's dryads and things from the old Warhammer. Odinath Deepkin are completely new. They are elves on sharks and eels and shit. I mean, they would be. Elves riding flying sea creatures. Good. Um, I'm glad, you know, you know, after having had to go through that much trouble just to figure out the name... That is the level of payoff I was expecting, and I'm glad to see it, Matt. So I've sent you an image of the the that's shark. A, that's a very good big fish, is the thing. Oh, that's yeah. a mounted gun. Yeah, that's the guy a shark sat there with a sword. The fuck's he gonna do with the sword? Uh, is the turtle? Sat there with his little little fucking bread knife, like I'm so fucking redundant. We've got an entire shark with a gun. Better to have it and not need it, I suppose. That's a good turtle. Uh, who's that shouting in the chariot? <laughs> this guy's one of the only named heroes. And he's he... got an octopus, and yeah. I am now his husband. <laughs> he's an accountant. <laughs> he's an accountant with an octopus. Tell me but... nothing else about him. That is. <laughs> that is. You know. Sometimes it all just works out in the end, doesn't it? Yeah. So the whole the whole story behind these is pretty wild as well. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. You, you know you know about the high elves from old old Warhammer, just the, the high generic elves from high old elves. Warhammer, yeah. Uh the end of Warhammer in the end times, all the high elves got eaten by Slanesh. He ate all of them. All of them. Slanesh being the uh the sex god. Okay, so the sex god ate all the elves. Yeah, the sex god ate all the elves. There's a perfectly ordinary sentence. And then when the uh, the elf gods, who were all like major characters from old Warhammer, who got infused with magic and woke up as deities in the Age of Sigmar, mm-hmm. uh, they captured Slanesh, sort of basically stomach-pumping souls out of him. And making trying to make high elves again, but they did it a bit wrong. They accidentally fish, and they accidentally made fucked up ones with weird souls that didn't quite work. And then all of those ones ran off because they realised they were just going to get killed for being badly done, and they hid in the water and made wet friends. Yeah, they made wet friends and ride to their wet friends. They have magic that turns the, the oh sky my God, into... Oh Elodie. Yeah? Elodie, Elodie. Hello. Hello. These are the clowns. Oh. This this is shot for shot. These are the clowns you put in the sea for me. Oh my God, that's what happened to this them. This is what became of them. They became accountants. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> So they 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 can turn the sky into the sea or the sea into the sky. 
and that's how they live undersea and also how all of their sea creatures fly about the place. I'm imagining that the inversion is probably not as dramatic as I'm picturing. There's one on an eel. That's some that's some nice sort of base detailing there. Yeah, this one's one that actually won one of the big painting awards. I do I do quite like these fish riders. They're very good. I I don't usually go in for your elf types, but the the aquatic conceit really it it, it elevates them to a whole new level of elfery. <laughs> It is just ridiculous. They thought, okay, we don't have the high elves anymore. They're gone. Uh, so clearly, the next logical step is to turn them into fish, fish guys that uh, swim out of the sea. Make the fish land. their accomplices. Yeah, yeah. They, they ride their fish out, take everyone's souls so that they can feed them to their kids, and then yeah. go back under the water. And they have they have an accountant friend who makes sure they got all the right amount of souls to feed to their kids. Wait, so their fish just fly about out of the water? No, it's okay. They can turn the sky into the ocean. Fucking pardon? <laughs> it's all very wet and wild. That is that is incredible. So that that's that's what they decided to do with the high elves. That is you, you know what? Thoroughly impressed with that. Like there's some like for all the problems I have with, shall we say, some of the business decisions made by the company selling these models, that I mean that's some fucking that's some fucking effort that's gone into that. Like you you can tell why people are invested in all of this. They're just like they they can do they could just stick to being really generic fantasy like mm. they were at the very beginning. Things got very out of hand and wacky with the original Warhammer. Uh especially when Skaven were introduced and were just like the rat fellows that live under everyone. And the only reason they haven't killed everyone is because they're too busy uh, backstabbing each other in a parody of capitalism. Uh, but then then they ended the world, turned, made eight separate big worlds made of magic, and had made their elves ride sharks through the sky... Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's where we are now. Yeah. And they've just released the the skeletons made of skeletons. They've just released the skeletons made of skeletons. Who were tax collectors. I don't think we got to that before we had to you... stop last time. <laughs> They're getting the bone tax. That that's the I whole thing. You is mentioning the... the bone tax? I don't think you ever explained. I so th- this is a literal. I thought it was a joke. I'm going to be honest. No, that's the whole thing. They're getting the bone tax. I. The one that's coming out of a coffin. You remember him? Yeah. He's he's doing the tax ledger. 
he's got his book of taxes to get the bone tax. The if people don't pay tax. the bone tax, they come and take the bones. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get the bones one way or another. You can give us your bones or we'll come and collect the bones. <laughs> I might have to get some of these figures, Elodie. It's, it's... <laughs> I need you can, bone you, tax. You can have your your bone taxation. You can have your little octopus account. Oh, account. I'm gonna I'm gonna put together an entire finance department. <laughs> <laughs> the Stalag squeaks on payroll. <laughs> Mologged finances. Yeah. LLC. <laughs> there we go. That's the name of this episode. That's that's the name of me now. <laughs> I found Lotan, Warden of the Soul Ledgers, with his octopus. He's twenty pounds. He's one of the twenty pounds ones. He's one of the twenty. I'm. I guess I'm spending 20 quid on an octopus accountant, aren't I? I'm sending you the link now. Go ahead and bookmark that. Because <laughs> um, I, I feel like I need to give myself a minute to make sure that I'm certain about this. Because <laughs> this is a lot of money I'm about to drop on an octopus. The sentence that came out of my mouth just sort of hit me. Oh wow! But one of the good things about it is that he's he's so busy doing his accounting that he has to have his octopus sit behind him with a bunch of swords and maces and things to stop people attacking him yeah, while he's the, accounting. Yeah, the, the, the octopus is there to run interference on anyone trying to get this accountant. Yeah. This is a finance department that fucking values its employees. If you're willing to get an octopus and give it a knife. <laughs> um, so yeah, these are... This is all very fun, and I like it a lot. Yes. Um, some Idenestic can do appear in those Brian Blessed audio dramas that I told you about. Uh... That's a challenging uh, sentence. Uh, when they're there, um, all the other characters are f- who are from the mortal realms, which is the place where Age of Sigma happens, are all like, oh, it's this, and it's what they call the shark thing. Mm-hmm. And Gotrek, because he's from he's from the old world, which is just Earth, but with a bit of magic in it. Yeah. He's like, it just looks a bit like a shark. And everyone's like, what the fuck's a shark? He's like, it's a shark, mate. That. Shark, I punched a shark. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but that is essentially what he says. At, at this point, it could, have be, it could be exactly what he says. Octopus... I, I couldn't prove you wrong. <laughs> nothing's in nothing's infeasible anymore. Um, in the old books, he was kind of rival 
rivals with Teclis, who is now the god who created the Ideneth Deepkin. And when he finds out that Teclis did it, he's like, of course it's that fucking guy would make something as ridiculous as elves on sharks. How silly is he, that fella? I always knew he'd he'd do this eventually. Yeah, that's essentially what he says. It's very good. Um, Turtle chariots, that is so like you. You've not learned a thing. <laughs> uh, I think it's almost time to end. I just want to show you one more model that I like from Age of Sigma. Well, mm-hmm. it's in both because it's a demon. Um, which I mentioned Slanesh before. Did I not? You did. Um, so Slanesh has... All of Slash's creatures look like anteater centaurs made of sexy people. And I just want to share those with you for the moment. <laughs> so that's a fiend of Slanesh. Makes sense. I mean, that that's entirely the wrong phrase to use, but it matches my expectations. <laughs> Baffling concept aside, that is a very good design. Yeah, I really like them. Um, just finding the actual little ones that people ride, because those are also very good. Yeah. No, I didn't want to click languages. I'm trying to press paste. (laughs) Thrust your hand into the paste. (laughs) To continue. Oh, wow, that's a... That's a situation. Yeah. It's been really slow to load this one. (laughs) It's having as hard a time processing this as I am. It's a little anteater dinosaur. We're just doing a, a crab claw, blab. a crab claw demon, just sitting on it. Well, who else are you going to get to sit on you? Just kind of shrugging. <laughs> so I, I mean, I've got these now. What do I do? How do I crab? I feel like these aren't as good as hands. <laughs> if it was one of each, I'd have been fine with it. I don't know that I wanted to go all in. I'm having second thoughts now because I most, I mostly, I mostly just stab is the thing. But now I'm realizing I also need to open doors. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, there's a lot more I could go into. There's I've been discovering so many wild models from the demon stuff specifically. Mm. Like, um, I, Nurgle is the, uh, happy granddad who likes to make everything rot. Um. We all have that one. And I'm just gonna show you particular Slimux. Oh, I've got some Nurgle's rot, that's, uh. Yeah, I, I was just remembering where I'd heard that name before. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. But this is Horticulus Slimux. Oh dear. He sat on a many-legged 
snail that looks a bit like um, uh, Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Does kind of yeah. He's got he's got Audrey too for some reason. There's like a little Audrey too looking fella on the yeah. back next to the tree. Yeah, that's that's actually Hoticulus Snimax, who's the who's the gardener of diseases. He he gardens diseases. Ah. He very slowly goes along on his snail with a plough behind him, ploughing the ground to put diseases in it. And the only reason the snail keeps going forward is he's got a little demon fella sitting on a string a in ver- front of a him, very and he's following it. Looking frog boy. Yeah. That is conceptually fascinating. Yeah, that one. Um, but yeah, I, uh, there's so many models I could go into. It's just these are the ones that have been really piquing my interest recently. Yeah, I, honestly, I can see why. Uh, so, I think that's probably about it for this episode. Though. That is probably about it for this episode, and I think it's probably better that we end it abruptly. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. And that thing is, Donkey, I've made up my mind. I'm not gonna be Shrek this time. We both know that's not true. (laughs) Remember everyone, 